0: Morning bro. Morning bro. How you doing? I am well. How are you doing? Oh, I, I'm fair uh you know, I can't complain. Nobody yes. listens. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. and, and, and and how about you? Did you play golf every day this week? It's rained every day this week. Oh so put a proverbial damper on your plans, huh? Yeah. Wow. Hate, hate when that happens. Hate, hate, hate when that happens. Yeah, I mean, well, not my rounds in this weekend.
1: It's supposed to rain all weekend too. Well,
0: yeah, well, ah, well, I, I, hope that I hope the weather improves in ten days, or somebody's gonna be bummed out. It's it's uh, May in Texas. It could be a hundred and hot, or it could be uh sixty and rainy. You yeah. Never know. Well. That does not sound like swimming suit weather, 60 and raining. Probably not, Probably not. Okay, well, uh, and for those of you who don't understand the illusion, uh, uh, the obvious Steve uh, family is coming to Texas for two weeks, uh, a week from Monday. So um, it will make for all kinds of interesting uh, studio activities, right, John? Right. Right. Okay, because that's what we're worried about on those occasions. Well, John, we, we spent some time last week uh, talking about the NFL draft. Uh, and particularly, you know, I was going to bring this up early and often, right, John, that the uh, Denver Broncos weren't looking for a quarterback. And and uh, we've had a wild and crazy week including my Chicago Bears doing what they do best, and that is screwing around with the draft and uh, uh, yet again picking a quarterback, uh, go, m- moving way up, well, w- moving up significantly to pick a quarterback, and uh, a whole series of other moves that have left the, uh, I don't know, have they filled in all the question marks on uh, on the quarterbacks in the NFL, John?
1: Uh, I'd say most of them. Right now, there's still a couple QBs out there that I mean, there are a couple teams that might need to think about a QB, at least a backup, like uh, Atlanta. I don't even know who their backup. They don't even have a backup quarterback.
0: So, well, but but John, uh, uh, somebody's going. Aren't the Packers looking for somebody, or is Jordan Love their starting quarterback this year? Uh, I think it's going to be
1: Rogers at seeing they're going to buckle down, basically forcing him
0: to play. You mean kind of like the um, Texans are going to force Watson to play? I think,
1: yeah. I'll just leave it at a straight yes answer, I think.
0: Okay. I don't think, I
1: don't think he's going to have a whole lot of options if he's even allowed
0: to play. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I would, think, I would be a little worried if I were the Texans. I think I might be a little worried if I were the Packers, given my star quarterback's attitude this week. Uh, and, you, you know, for I don't know if you really saw that the Broncos were looking at Rodgers yesterday, or this was just you getting back at the whole Drew Luck thing and uh, and the, the trade of the week. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, uh, there, there was a it lot was, of it, you know, it was
1: reported by Mark who who's a former Bronco. Right. That, and his quote was Rodgers to the Broncos is basically all everything but
0: then. well there, there seems to be a lot of everything left uh, uh, I I would have thought well I would have thought that the Broncos would have had to give them their number nine pick last night for, for him and that, that didn't happen so anyway that, that's speculation. Let's, let's go to real stuff so the Broncos uh, traded for Teddy Bridgewater. Who uh-huh. was sitting around in Carolina, probably as Sam Darnold's backup, right? I guess they didn't get. you weren't. You're not sure he couldn't have beat Sam out. Is that what you're saying? I guess for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and they they didn't get much for him, and they're paying seven million of his ten million dollar contract. That is the Panthers. Uh-huh. So I. I'm not confused why the Broncos made the deal. I'm confused why the Panthers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, why they really wanted a. uh, Wasn't it a fifth round pick? There've been so many trades. I can't hold all the picks in my head. Uh, A a fifth round pick was that valuable that they're willing to eat seven million dollars and not have a good backup quarterback?
1: Yeah, I guess
0: trade did not make a lot of sense to me either. Okay. Well, it makes a lot of sense to me, uh, not, but not to you on the Broncos' end, because I thought the Broncos needed a, a, a at least another quarterback, if not a better quarterback, uh, kind of like uh, Bridgewater in Carolina. I'm not sure he doesn't win the starting job if it's really a, a real open competition, and if it's not, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing a lot and starting in the season. So I understand why they did it, yeah. Yeah, I I get the Broncos end of it, I guess, but I just don't understand the Panthers end of it much. Okay. So I I started with a pretty chill uh, topic in the draft. John, you want to tell me how you feel about the Cowboys' moves last night?
1: Um, Well, the two cornerbacks they were seeking went right in front of them at 8 and 9. Um, I guess they tried to move up according to um, sources. Stephen Jones. Yeah, sources. But the, the the asking price to move up was a little more than they wanted to give up. So at 10, they ended up moving down two spots with the uh, Eagles Right. to pick up an extra third-round pick, which I'm fine with. There's, there's just some talent you can get in the third and fourth. Browns, so, and they got a good linebacker, probably the best defensive player, definitely the best defensive player on the board at the time, and maybe some believe the best in the draft, Mm. and it was a defensive, you know, they need to address the defensive side of the ball, they got a lot of needs on that side, so I don't hate the Michael Parsons pick, um, especially since Horn and Sertan were both off the
0: board. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very different, this is, I, I could read you back your, your uh, text messages from last night. Uh, very different tone than you had last night. I guess you, yeah. sl- you slept on it, huh? I did. Oh. Yep. Okay. I
1: mean, I was a, I mean, I don't like the fact that we traded with the Eagles, who we play twice a year, and they picked up probably, you know, Tyreek Hill 2.0, one of the fastest players in, in, the, uh, in the draft, so, but. At the same time, they don't
0: really have a very good quarterback to throw to him, so it may, he may not be that big of a deal. Well, yeah, I, I think I think the Eagles have lots of issues and uh, uh, you worrying about them getting a undersized uh, wide receiver uh, as a big game changer to worry about. Uh, I find funny, but they, that's a typical Cowboys fan. Uh, fi- finding something they ruminate about, right, John? I mean, he's R- good. I don't. I mean, it's definitely an issue to me. Well, John, if he's so good, why was he there at ten? He's not even. He wasn't even the first wide receiver taken out of Alabama last night. No, he wasn't even the. He was the third wide receiver taken. Right. But the guy's good. Okay. I
1: I, I don't care what anybody says. He's he's gonna be good.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll revisit. Small. We'll revisit we this in a couple of years, and I'm making a note of it. Uh, you know, on this date in 2023, to ask you how he turned out. So, uh, hey, so so John, uh, you you and I were texting last night because my team uh, did some trading too, and holy moly is all I can say. So. What the hell. Well, I mean, seriously. they need they need a quarterback, uh, and, and I think Fields is, you know, he was one of the big five quarterbacks coming out. Everybody expected to go in the first round. All that makes sense, but they they're giving up three picks and the swap, uh, and, and so uh, four for one, uh, to get him seems overpaying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, very much so. I mean, you just said the cow Cowboys traded what was that two spots or three to the Eagles for a third round pick. Yeah. Why? Wh- why is jumping up into the next slot worth two more picks, one of which is a first? So. Yeah, uh,
1: they,
0: they r- get next year's first, and then what—a third and a fifth this year? Uh, uh, what, no, what no. I which? think it's a. F- I think it's a fourth and a fifth, and I don't remember which year is which. But one's next year, and one's this year. So, yeah. uh, 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 I don't know. That's a big, I mean, it's that's fair, a big, that's a big season. haul, big big haul for the Giants. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, kind of like the Trubisky move uh, four years ago, puts a lot of pressure on Fields to, uh, you know, be be a big deal right out of the box. And uh, so uh, they must, the, the, their office people, people making the decision, must have really liked him. And been sure he wasn't going to be there at 20, right?
1: Yeah, and I don't think he would have been. Um,
0: well? If that's who they really wanted. Well, if, I mean, if that. Either. Well, yeah. The The question is, you know, you know and uh, for today, I'm going to say this is the genius of Bill Belichick. You know, as Bill didn't move up to get somebody a quarterback when he needed a quarterback, did he? No. Everybody let him freaking just sit there and right wait for it to come to it. well and you know was bill going to take fields I, I mean we we don't know we you know alternate reality we can figure it out i just just not sure about spending that much to move up to get somebody who might have even been there nine picks later i don't know i I haven't looked to see you know New England needed a quarterback and i guess if fields had been there may well would Washington have taken another Ohio State quarterback in the first round? <laughs> right, yeah. I I, I know Ida hesitated to pull that trigger, but there yeah, might, weren't a lot of teams between 11 and 20 looking for quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I think Washington might be the only one there, and maybe that's what spooked them. I, I don't know. I mean, it one of those, it was either going to, I think, Matt Jones or Justin Fields was going to be there at twenty. Right. So they gave up three picks to get the guy they wanted.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think it was who a, who is, who is not a sure bet. No. Not yeah. even close. Right. So. Yeah. Very very curious. No, but no, no, no. It's not curious. It's standard Bears. It's it's the Bears on draft day. You know. Why did they go up to two to get Trubisky, who, you know, wasn't in the second; it shouldn't have been the second pick in the draft, right? But well, I mean, he
1: only moved up one spot to do that. But that was the other thing
0: that still baffles me about that. Right, because he would I'm have, have been—he would have been there at three, no doubt. Right. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, genius. But um, of course, that's a—that was a different group. So let's not act like the same groups making the same mistakes. We've got a whole new group making the same mistake. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, well well done. So um, the big mystery of the night we talked about last week was what the Nor- Niners were going to do, and they took Lance, the uh, North Dakota State quarterback, in the three spot and, and after much speculation that they would take Jones, who ended up falling to 15. Um, anything to say about the fact that that's who they took, John? No,
1: I think they got who they wanted there. Um, coming into – the last couple 48 hours, basically, it
0: really seemed like everybody thought they were going to go with Trey Lance. So, Yeah, right. And, and somebody said about the Broncos trading for Bridgewater is that, uh, you know, the uh, general manager with the Bronc- uh, 49ers is John Lynch, who is a longtime Bronco and protege of Elway's. Uh, he may have let on who they were going to take and the Broncos knew at 9 they weren't getting who they wanted so um, that might have precipitated that move earlier in the week which makes some sen- some sense to me that either they they, they figured Lance wasn't falling to 9 or were sure the Niners were taking him and and decided to go elsewhere cuz they, okay. they they did not take they did not take Fields obviously or Jones with the 9 pick Yeah, so there, there you go. Interesting. So I I was listening to the radio, John, and uh, somebody, you know, there was all this talk about who the Niners were going to take back and forth, back and forth, and a Jets fan calls in and says, "Why aren't the Jets doing this? Why is it that the Jets have their mind made up on this guy? Who, you know, there are lots of question marks about Taylor, Um, and, and why, why did they?" let everybody know that this is who we're taking and who, what were they doing in the room that he was such a sure bet in their minds that he was the one they had to take with the two pick. Do you, ha- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought it was, a, it, it is. Yeah. Right. Cause after, after Lawrence, none of the four quarterbacks was considered a lock. So it was who you liked and what they looked like and et cetera. And all of them, uh, you know, people, you know, didn't have great. Well, they had good, good ratings, but they didn't have ratings that said he's he's definitely a, a starting quarterback who's going to be good in the NFL. So, uh, why yeah, think, why the Jets I, 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 landed on one person early and stuck with them is a is a good question.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, outside of well, specifically with Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, uh, the defenses that they've played against. Well, and they're, they haven't, they aren't exactly. I mean, I'd be, I'd like to know how many players that Trey Lance has played against defensively are going to make the NFL. Right. I mean, he's playing against some really. Yeah. Average defenses looks good, but you know he's going to have to make a huge adjustment to and, play against some some serious speed and serious talent yeah. at his level. Yeah. Same thing with Zach Wilson. At least Trevor Lawrence and Fields and even um Jones, played right.
0: against, Yeah.
1: Played against some pro caliber defenses.
0: So Right. Uh well and the and the thing about and I, I think I called him Taylor, uh, Wilson, i is I heard somebody breaking this down. Uh he played behind three guys on the offensive lines who were in their mid twenties uh this year. So uh, you know, he had a really good uh, offensive line, or a very experienced offensive line. And like you say, they never played. You know, it was a terrible schedule. They're an in independent. Uh, you know, they came east and played Coastal Carolina because they had, a, you know, they they had room for games. So, um, and, and he only started a, a year in. You know, part of the of his junior, year, he was hurt. So he's. Yes. It's not a it's, it's not a big uh, it's not a big sample size. So uh, the, good good for the Jets. Uh, they, you know, they they have a like the Bears. They have a great track record. So uh, I look forward to seeing how that works out. Yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. And, <laughs> so what do we look for the next couple of days? Anything exciting? Is there anybody uh, we're looking for? I I mean my my friend Sean was tweeting last night, take the guy from Notre Dame, take the guy from Notre Dame, and nobody ever did. So uh, is that the surprise, and is that kind of what we're looking for, is the uh, linebacker from Notre Dame who seems, ESPN thinks he's the best player left on the board, and he hasn't been picked for, I don't know, uh, when did I go to bed? There may have been 10 picks left in the first round. He, He was the best player on the board, and nobody took him.
1: Yeah. There's, I mean, he, I, he probably still is the best player on the board. I'm sure he, I'm sure
0: he I is. I mean, further down it goes, he didn't get picked that that's not changing. Right. So. Right. Hmm. Um, I think this is a fairly deep
1: defensive draft. Um, there's some, a lot of good cornerbacks. There's a lot of good linebackers. Um, there's some good defensive tackles. You got Christian Barmore still out there. Barmore. Um, some good safeties with mooring
0: and uh and in, and in fairness the guy we're talking about who's got a hyphenated name and you know I don't watch Notre Dame football so I'm not familiar with him isn't he an inside linebacker yes yep. I, I, I don't He's... I don't know which he, but but whichever I, I noticed in the needs list as you went down inside linebacker did not seem to be a primary need for anybody so it it's may not be have anything to do with him it may may have more that they want to fill. You know, a lot of wide receivers are taken and a lot of cornerbacks. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you, the inside linebacker doesn't substitute for either one of those. So.
1: No, they're kind of scheme. You know, they got to fit your scheme more
0: right. than anything. Right. So, uh, so I, I think he's probably the big name, and it's not like any of the top five quarterbacks fell. I was a little surprised to get up this morning and see running backs win. Back to back at the end of the first round, which you know, most people tell you not to spend much capital on a running back, but
1: Yeah, I was surprised as well. Um
0: Well, we, 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 we wonder if Urban Meyer knows what he's doing, uh on, on the first part. So Well, he's got
1: you know a Clemson guy with the Clemson guy, so I mean, there's there's going to be some familiarity there for Trevor Lawrence and and ETM so, and he can play pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, he can he right. does well as a whiteout or in the slot also. So yeah,
0: he he's he's probably a three down guy. Mm-hmm, right. Sure. Uh, and and so and Harris went to the Steelers. Ste- that's right, and it's kind and of they go- needed a running back because. Um, Connor left. Yes. Right. Yeah, I don't remember who he signed with, but I I know it was on the news that he signed with somebody else. So, okay. So that there you go. The draft. I, I don't. There won't be a lot of excitement. You're going to have to know what you're talking about, uh, and looking for particular things. Uh, as I say, the linebacker from Notre Dame isn't really a big noodle uh, noodle right needle mover, uh, but uh, there. We yeah, will. there's some.
1: I don't know. There's some QBs that might go later.
0: Well, um, yeah, there there are several QBs. Lots of people are looking at, but they're all projects. The guy guy Mond from from A and Trask from Florida. Who am I forgetting? Uh,
1: Davis Mills, the kid from Stanford. Ian okay. Book from Notre Dame. Right. here From Texas. Shane Bouchelle.
0: Yeah, I, I, when you name when you said Mills from Stanford, he was the third one. I was thinking. I know the guy from Notre Dame. I don't think they much anybody thinks uh, he's going break break in and become a star in the NFL. But
1: yeah, he's a, he's probably
0: going to be a career backup quarterback if if he does that well. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, so that that's where we are on the draft. Uh, you wanted to talk about the Dallas Mavs, so I, I'll I'll let you talk about the Mavs. They did win in Detroit, which they you did. you they you got were got worried them. about, yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, they've you know they've played well lately, but they just you know they seem to lose to bad teams. I mean, they've gotten beat by the uh, the Kings twice in the last ten games or whatever it's been. So. That's that's no bueno, but they are solidly, well, not solid, they are in the sixth position right now. They're a game behind the Lakers for the fifth position, which they've beat twice in the last two weeks. Right. Um, they're only a game ahead of Portland, who is continuing to win. Uh, they've won two of their last three, but they have only won three of their last seven. I think, you know, as much as I complained about the stupid play-in games, it has kind of added some juice to this playoff push for, for a lot of teams, you know, a lot of these guys really don't want to be in that seven to 10. So I think for some teams that would be really kind of coasting into the playoffs and that five through, you know, seven spot or even
0: four through seven, because typically there's only eight teams that make the, uh, right. the
1: playoffs in each conference. You know, they might, you know, these teams are playing a little harder and probably playing a little more players at this point. So, it's it's entertaining. Yeah. I have to give them credit for that. It, it has made. Uh, I mean, there's some there's some close close playoff chases here to get
0: in the West.
1: In, well, it's close in the East too. Boston and Miami are both um, tied right now for the six and seven spot, only a game behind Atlanta in the five spot, and Charlotte's only two games behind them. So. It's, it's entertaining. I, I think the top 10 is fairly set. Uh, Chicago's two games behind Washington
0: in, in uh, the East and Pelicans Columbus are behind, is, yeah, right. are
1: three games behind uh, Golden State who lost again last night, so.
0: Yeah, I saw, yeah, Warriors, uh, yeah. Warriors are maybe a 500 team, and that's about it, but and I guess you uh, if you're a Warriors fan, uh, you hope that Steph and somebody else gets hot in a short playoff series and you advance, right? Yeah. I mean, right. that's thought
1: of, they might win a series, but they're, they're not going to win.
0: They're not going to go deep into the playoffs. No, and I, I think I would bet some uh, some Jacksons that the, the Mavs won't either. Yeah,
1: I would agree with that. They're not there yet. Um, they need K.P. and Luca to both be on the floor at the same time, and they can't seem to get that done. So um, maybe, you know, if you can get them together and play a good stretch, they can win a series but probably not go deep.
0: Which, you know, you you dropped uh, in the middle of your wanderings there a moment ago. You dropped the name of the defending champions. Uh, and we did mention that AD was back uh, a week ago Thursday against the Mavs. Uh, LeBron is not yet back. They just plain don't care where they're seated, right? No. No, they don't. I mean, they do want to be – I'm sure they want to stay in that top six, but they just need to make the playoffs. That's all they need. They're they're not even worried about being in the top four to have home field, home court advantage on the first – round even do you think no i don't think so no i would agree yeah right so in a four or five series they're not going to worry about who the four is if they have everybody healthy right and it looks like lebron is
1: coming back uh within the next before the end of the season so a
0: regular season yeah well uh where where are we at 20 games left i i I would have have like 10 games left did they shorten the season Used to be well, eighty. Played. Used to be eighty-two games, but I don't remember in the COVID. Yeah, it's
1: it's uh, a modified, shortened. Remember, they didn't even start the season till a week
0: of Christmas. Okay, so so they're not playing eighty-two this year. No. Okay. So uh, we're we're getting close, and and the playoffs might be interesting, uh, if only because we're not sure of the top seeds. Uh, one of the top seeds in either division really deserved the the spots, right? Uh, I, I don't know yeah. that any. I don't know that anybody's going to pick both ones to go through to the finals. No, I would. I would agree. Yeah. So that that that'll make it interesting to see how much that stands up and how much home court matters and so on and so forth. And of course, the Bucks still have things to prove, right? Yes. After multiple years of being the uh, winningest team in the league and not doing shit in the playoffs, uh, here here they're going to have another chance at what do we call redemption? But uh, will uh, they're not? I don't know that they're going to come out of the one hole this time to do it. So no, uh, they're not going to be the one seed. It's going to be either Brooklyn or Philly that are going to be the one seeds. Right. So, so maybe that'll help them. Uh, not not feel so much pressure or something, but yeah. So uh, I, I I don't I don't know, uh, but but that, that makes probably makes the whole playoff thing uh, a lot more interesting. That you have week ones and uh, uh, you, don't, you don't have to worry about teams sweeping to the finals the way some years they do. It will be fun yeah. to see. It. It we'll be kind of fun to see if LeBron, even though I won't see it, but. Uh, to read and hear about it, whether LeBron and company can come out of the five or six hole and, uh, and you know, make a run, right? Because uh, I, I guess it's not really a big deal if you if you think it's not a big deal about uh, not having home court in multiple series. But uh, for years, a lot of teams had thought it meant something.
1: Yeah, I think it's – well, and now, I mean, you only got – sprinkle of fans in there anyways so
0: it's not that big of a deal i don't think uh yeah i I, you know somebody you know this is kind of like i think i said this last week tim legler said about resting people uh you know it'll be 20 years from now before we know right and be 20 years from now before we have the data about fans in the stands and and what effect it really had and what effect being on the road you know somebody's going to do a systematic study to figure out uh, it it may—is it, it just the fans, or is it actually living in hotels, flying, et cetera, et cetera—that makes a difference? And, right. Yeah, I—I I don't, yeah, I can't, I can't answer that question, and uh, neither, neither can you. So we'll we'll just watch and and uh, maybe enjoy, right? Correct. Yeah, speaking of enjoying, John, uh, this is—it's Derby. Well, it's Kentucky Oaks Friday, is what it's known as in the horse racing. With the Derby tomorrow, and uh, we get to enjoy losing money again, John. Yeah, so excited. Yeah, are you are you ready, John? Yeah, right. So, yeah. so, so, John, do you know anything about this year's Derby? Nope. So you don't even know this year's supposed feel-good story? Okay. Uh no. no I. No. Do you know Sorry. something about? Okay. Well, Hot Rod Charlie, who has a great name, is owned at least in part by five fraternity brothers from. I think they're from Dartmouth, and uh, they seem to have enjoyed the trip quite a bit. Uh, in in terms of, uh, in fact, uh, the, from their last win a week later, they found them. They were still partying someplace. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, But, but the, uh, the other part of the Hot Rod Charlie story is uh, they decided that they were going to back uh, a charity in, uh, from the University of South Carolina uh, in the name of a, a young man named Panis who uh, died. And uh, they set up a walk-on football scholarship in his name. And so yes. they, they are contributing to that. And they have the Gamecocks logo on their uh, on as much stuff associated with their horse as they can. So that's uh, I'm sure if you watch any coverage uh, and listen to anybody, uh, they they'll let you in on this. This is this is the uh, you know the heart rendering story of uh, the weekend, and uh, not not a bad horse either. But uh, that's. Um, you know, every year you kind of get one of these stories about ownership and blah, 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 blah. And so uh, I think this is the, uh, that that's the one people seem to have latched on to and really like in the media uh, this year. So there you go, Hot Rod Charlie. So, Hot Rod Charlie. Hot Rod, Rod Char- Charlie, which doesn't really sound like a horse name. Uh, it, uh, it sounds like a 70s song title. It, it does, uh, uh with, with, with uh, gunning engines in the background, right? Vroom, vroom, right. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, well, I won't get into whether a hot rod is the correct, uh, thing that you want for a, a horse running a mile and a quarter, but we'll just leave it at that. So, so, John, uh, the, uh, I think, uh, the, uh, horseman's, uh, at least the talking heads out of Horseman's take on this year's field is it is a weak field. Um, nobody's really come forward and looks like they're going to do great things. The favorite is Essential Quality, um, who's, uh, of course, won every race that it's run, uh, but is yet to put up a great buyer score. Uh, and uh, people have some questions about even last race barely beat highly motivated. Uh, and so, uh, we have a weak favorite and uh, question marks about the next six horses and a bunch of horses that I've heard people say, uh, are there so their owners can say I had a Derby horse, uh, with no, with no, with no chance at 50 to one on the, on the morning line odds, uh, to win, but, uh, more power to them, you know, um, I'll say what I think we've said on the air. If you've got the money to own a horse like that and, uh, you know, you spend a lot of money on a horse like that, uh, just in in straw and everything, right? Um, And you you can qualify. If you can qualify for the Derby, you know, I have no problem with you being a 51 shot and sitting there as one of the 20 and getting to sit in the owner's box and enjoy the celebration and everything. I, I don't know why anybody would begrudge anybody that. I mean, you, you have yeah. put you put your time and money into it, yeah. So, I uh, I agree. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, it, I I know horse racing uh, aficionados would like it to be a smaller field because you get a cleaner race that way. But uh, I I understand why why, why uh, the uh, uh, Churchill Downs does it this way and why you know
1: it's a like, it's a big that,
0: it's a big celebration there. you know it's a big big party and and a social event at, at Churchill Downs this weekend. And you know part of that is bringing these people with some cash in their pockets in to to roll through town and buy new outfits and you know hat right. There's hat competitions and you know who ha- who has the best uh, limo to pull up in and all, all that kind of thing. Uh, It's not just about the two minutes of horse racing, so. Right. It's uh, it's an event that is for sure. Right. So. Um, You're talking about the crowded field, isn't that why Known Agenda isn't the favorite because she's in or he's in the one hole, and uh, that's a tough spot to win from. uh, Yes, it's been traditionally a hard spot to win from, but you know that's there are lots of questions about all that. Uh, essential quality is the 14 if, if we're going to talk about this sort of thing uh, no horse in like 50, 60 years has won from the 14 slot John okay. yeah okay well okay this is and this is why uh, the old gate for 24 horses which they they knocked it down about five years ago to 20 uh, the 14 uh, hole is right next to where the two gates, you know, it's not all one piece. There's two pieces. So there's kind of an angle. Uh, so the 14 horse, uh, traditionally had, well, used to for years and years got pinched coming out or else had to sprint to keep from getting pinched. Right. So, uh, that is why people think the 14 hasn't done better. Uh, that doesn't, you know, they, they built a new gate. I think this is the second or third year they've run out of the new 20 bay gate that's all one piece. So that changes that, which is kind of a transition back to what you said. When it was 24 and they had the old gate, yes, the one was really bad because there wasn't room. Uh, you would have run right into the rail if you ran straight in, out. But now they've moved it, so... Um, you know there are 19 horses to your right and if you're in the one slot so there's gonna be a lot of crunch to your left right but uh, it's not as bad as it used to be so but no nobody wants to be on the rail in the derby yeah I think that's there's my short answer having already given the long one right okay uh, known agenda is a quality horse let me go back to what I said about the field Uh you know, I've been doing this for years, John. In fact, you know, I, I had a roommate in college from Louisville who, who took me to my first one when I was in college. So uh, not that buyer numbers go back that far because that would have been stone tablets. But for, uh, for years, the rule of thumb was you look for horses who'd run a hundred buyer score. And there is only one horse in the field who's posted a hundred, not even better than a hundred, but just a hundred, uh, in the whole field. And that's uh, Rock rock, uh, rock My World, who we talked rock about. Rock your, well, your World. Rock Your World, okay. Uh, so so uh, in the Santa Anita Derby, uh, got 100, is the only horse with 100. So you kind of wonder who is good enough. And, and to remind you all, if you haven't listened and memorized the podcast the way you should have, uh, rock, rock Your World ran in the Santa Anita Derby uh, it's only its third race, and the first two races were on turf, so it's only run on dirt one time, he has, uh, and uh, won with a nice score, but it's really hard to know if uh, he's going to do that again, and do it at a little a little longer uh, length, and I, I think before the Santa Anita Derby, people would have told you, Rock, your world was a turf horse, so um that that is the one horse that has the number you really look for and after that you start you know uh essential quality as a 97 just to go and supposedly uh you know players will tell you the difference between 197 is three links so uh that's uh, a significant amount of difference and uh, um there are a lot of high 90s but uh you know as i sit down trying to figure it out uh essential quality is a, a big favorite at two to one and i think the next is six to one rock rock uh, your world is six to one so five there's to one. five to one okay you got it up in front of you huh i do okay so that, that that's it's not even close right so yeah uh i think if you're wondering about betting uh first uh the the favorite has won the derby a lot lately uh i think i saw bear uh you know just a rough statistic i think bear uh, from espn put out that the last eight either the first or second favorite has won the derby i think so uh nothing wrong with going to the favorite favorite especially if essential quality is two to one or higher there's money to be made there so um some it's not as big as it will be if you pick somebody else who wins, right, John? But there's nothing wrong with doubling your money, no, no. So, well, you, you, have, yeah, you, you have to take easy W's. It's not like uh, I don't know what uh, he'll be bet down to or if he'll get bet down at all, but uh, if he's six to five, it's a whole different thing, but uh, at two to one. Uh, you begin, you know, horse players start thinking that there, there's money in two to one. So, um, and uh, so I, I would just start with that. Um, I know our buddy swerve for reasons I don't understand. Well, I do understand because the name of the horse is Midnight Bourbon. Uh, likes Midnight Bourbon. Uh, I, I, I do not like Midnight Bourbon. Uh, who's put up a couple 96s in a buyer, buyer score. Got beat the last time, finished second. Uh, in his last race, but uh, my big complaint about Midnight Bourbon at this point is Midnight Bourbon is a front runner. Front runners do not win the Derby at a mile and a quarter. It's too long. Uh, almost never do you see a horse go to the front and, and win. Sometimes you see them, uh, you know, catch up in the back stretch or on the third turn and and uh, pull away. But uh, the horses that go to the front uh, early don't. To aren't aren't successful, so that would be my my thing. Uh, I think my my uh, long shot win, win ticket tomorrow will be on highly motivated, uh, who ran close to essential quality last time out. The 97 buyer scores put up a lot of buyer scores and seems to have some versatility. Likes to run near the front. Let me also say. I think essential quality is a gray, and and uh, been a long time since a gray's been a favorite, and let me just say there there's not much prettier than a and a nice gray horse. So, yeah. Okay. Throw throw that out there for aesthetics, John. All right. Rah, rah. So so John, you got your Kansas City Royals gear out? No, why would I? I, I well, John, you and I've been to a Royals game together in Kansas City. Yeah. I, I thought that made you a fan. No. No. <laughs> they they have the best record in the American League. I see that. Pretty close to it. might be by percentage the best record in baseball. By percentage, they do have the best record in baseball, yes. Okay. Just wanted to let, let our listeners know that we're watching the baseballs, and uh, that is the current uh, weird story. Uh, Red Sox are ahead still in the East, which is uh, quite, quite quite, shocking too. So um, between the two of them, that's uh, – and, of course, I, I think, you know, we're both East Coasters, so we don't watch this, and nobody in two-thirds of the country does. But the Giants are actually ahead in the NL West, which is uh, kind of crazy considering everybody thought it was a two-team race with the S-S-Sow Cal teams, <clears throat> but the Giants have started hot, and I know it's because of their pitching. They've got several guys, in st- including Johnny Cueto, seems to have revived his uh, arm somehow, Yep, the elixir of, of youth or something. So uh, there you go. There's a quick baseball summary, John. Good. Yep. Good. All right, John, we killed another week. 45 minutes down. Yeah. Hey, John, John, how many texts am I going to get from you saying, what the hell did the Cowboys do in the next couple days? You think it's over, or you, you think they still might do something that will get you fired up? Uh, <laughs> so there's <is> a possibility. <laughs> okay. I I <laughs> As a Bears fan, I'll say I think I think we we uh, mucked up as not much as we're going to for this year's draft, and I'm I look forward to seeing what they do next year. So
1: are you are you sure? I mean, you still got like two picks left to trade away, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure, John. I I think you know uh, Fields is uh, uh, on the front page of uh, both Chicago papers this morning and everything. I think they feel like they grab their headlines and they might just you know. They might read what ESPN says is the best player or the player more likely for them to take and just take them uh, from here out. <laughs> Go off Mel Kuyper's big board. Well, what I, you know, I, I don't know. I think we both use the ESPN app to watch, right, John? And, you know, yeah. it, it has ratings and, and everything. I, I, you know, I'm sure there's a reason for every team doing all the homework on their own, but, You'd kind of be tempted to just sit there saying, "Hey, do you see who they think the the best player available is? And why don't we just take him?" You know, and everybody around the room going, "Well, he's awfully good, so why wouldn't we?" Yeah, well, but yeah, they all act like they have to have bunches of people in the room, and, and they're hammering it out for however many minutes they're on the clock, right, John?
1: Yeah, they seem to like to milk the clock down as much as they can.
0: Yeah, like like we're sitting around. We've only had how many hours and days and weeks to, especially in the first round, right? To figure this out. Yeah. Uh, wow, wow, we're surprised by what happened, and we needed all the time to refigure it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah we should have. The first two picks should have
1: been done in the first thirty seconds of, of draft coverage last night.
0: And, right. But, you know. That would, well. That would, I, I, and 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 so should the third, because everybody knew who the first two were going to be, right? Right. And then and then after that, maybe there's a question, but uh, I, I, there come, it uh, does, uh, you know, that we're going to do math here, but uh, there comes a point where there are multiple var permutations and variations can go many ways, but it isn't in the first five picks or so, usually, right? right. Yeah. And. Last night went pretty much to form, I think. Uh,
1: well, there was a couple surprises. I was really shocked that uh, the Bengals didn't take um, Sewell at the five spot, get Burrow some help on the offensive line since he ran for his life the entire season last year. So uh,
0: that was surprising, but they got him a wide receiver. So right. I guess that's – So, so while, he, while he's running now, he has somebody to throw to. Exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, they went for the guy Chase, right? Jamar Chase, correct? Right. So, all right. Super, John. Uh, have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. And uh, we'll have all kinds of post post analysis. And, uh, you know, I, at some point, we're going to get into big time baseball talk, right? Some point, yep. Yep. All right. Take care, John. All right. Have a great weekend, Steve. Well, bye, bro. Bye, bro.